So, hey, looky there. It's Caden Stetler and Robin Boat with Calm Cheddar. I haven't listened to them since I was prospecting out on Subterrell. How's it going, Rebels, Blockaders, and everybody in between? Welcome back to another episode of Calm Chatter with your host, Caden Stetler. And on the other side, in New Hampshire, where it's a little bit chilly, but we're ready to talk some Star Wars, is Robin Boat of Brick City Blockade. What is up, folks? Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for coming back for another episode. We are – this is a kind of a quick one tonight. You know, we were talking before before we hopped on, and as everybody knows, you know, we're always kind of talking back and forth about, you know, the latest Star Wars little – not gossip, but rumor areas and uh-huh, all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. And something on our mind recently and that we've brought up before in other episodes is, you know, we, we really kind of dig Force Ghosts. And Episode 9 – is probably going to have a lot of force ghosts in it. You know, Luke's gone, but Mark Hamill's back. What, what What's going to happen there? You know, what's this about? You know, we saw Yoda. We're hearing all these Hayden Christensen rumors. We're hearing Ewan McGregor rumors. So, Force Ghost Episode 9, who do you think we're going to see and why? It's a really good question, Caden. I think that it's a pretty simple answer for a lot of Star Wars fans right now. You know we're going to see... Luke Skywalker come back. We know we're going to see him in some form, whether it's going to be training Rey, really haunting Kylo Ren and everything that's going on there. I mean, or we see a balance. We see Luke Skywalker during the day being the Force ghost that's like helping out Rey and trying to figure out where she is in the Force and, you know, trying to build upon her training. And then at night, he goes and he haunts Kylo Ren. And, uh, you know, I'll see you around, kid. Like, that that's his main line at the end of The Last Jedi. And I feel like that's where Luke is. You mentioned Hayden Christensen, you mentioned Yoda, and you do mention Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I think that in that sense, Obi-Wan Kenobi is the one that still sticks out to me the most because of hearing Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice in The Force Awakens. Now we have J.J. Abrams coming back for Episode Nine. We've seen Yoda in The Last Jedi with the executive producer being J.J. Abrams. It would make sense that Ben Kenobi makes his return as a Force ghost because J.J. Abrams has already introduced us back to the Force ghost and the feeling of Obi-Wan through The Force Awakens. And now that he's back on it, I think it makes the most sense that we see him. And Hayden Christensen, more recently being on the convention cycle, really showing up at Star Wars Celebration last year to fan applause. I think that there's something more to his, these sudden convention appearances and his want to be back into the Star Wars fandom after so many years of being highly criticized by a lot of Star Wars fans and coming back as a Force ghost. If you're going to have Obi-Wan and you're going to have Yoda, who was at the end of Return of the Jedi? It was the Power Three. It was hating. It was not. Well, it ended up being hating Christensen later on, eventually. but it was eventually. It, but it was Obi-Wan, Yoda. And Anakin Skywalker. What a perfect time to bring him back, Cade. You know, I completely agree. And here's my thing. Here's the here's the big question. Why why are there force ghosts? We know mm-hmm. to train people, you know. But is there and this is this is my big, you know, call it your theory, whatever. What if there is a, a literally a higher purpose to them being force ghosts? Besides just the training, we look through who is a Force ghost, and they're obviously very, very powerful Jedi knights. and Well, masters, of course, but, you know, Jedis. We got Anakin. We got Luke. Qui-Gon. We have Obi-Wan. We have Yoda. You know, arguably some of the most powerful Jedi in the past, I guess we'll say, 100 years. And 
my thing keeps going back to is there a reason that they're all becoming force ghosts you know mm-hmm. would, wouldn't it be just so interesting to see some sort of force ghost battle Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like one of the biggest overlooked things, and I'm sure I've said it a couple times already, but about episode eight is that Yoda hit Luke in the head with his ghost cane. He used the force to influence the physical world to make that lightning happen that struck the force tree. Yeah. So what limits are there to what a Jedi can do from beyond? You know, did Luke do it? You know, we got the whole thing that Luke kind of as uh, Mark Hamill put it, kind of overdosed on the force, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which does make sense. You know, I knew it wasn't that he just died from being tired. No, I was, I was just like, that's, that's not a good reason for that. You know, he literally was so powerful in the force that when he shut his body off to it, it literally like, Oh wow, you just did some crazy technique. And that was way too much for your body after not using the force for how long. And it kind of killed him, you know? And I, I still kind of believe that Luke probably, knew that and let that happen you know maybe he would have done something a little different if 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 he knew about it so and i'm guessing he probably did know it would kill him right again going back to i think there's a higher purpose for them besides just the training and the mocking you know it, it would just be so cool to see all of those jedi come together all of the generations in one unifying force standing either behind Ray or behind and I'm always going to say hopefully a redeemed Kylo Ren at some point it's so interesting because you really bring up an interesting point Caden I think that we can bring back a lot of the roots and a lot of the concepts of Force Ghost and one that I consistently have gone back to more recently just going back and looking at how J.J. Abrams has directed past films and also seeing that George Lucas is back in the picture, he's showing up at the Mandalorian, he's showing up at different Star Wars projects, and he's he's becoming part of the conversation again. And I think I'm going to stem a lot of this back to George Lucas and some of the early foundations of some of the, the concepts of Star Wars. And it really is built upon his understanding of, of Buddhist religion and Native American culture and everything. And you look at the Force Ghost and you kind of almost relate it to what the Native Americans were worshipping at the time, the sun, the sun the earth, the water, the, you know, and I even bring it back even to Greek mythology, Zeus, Poseidon. There's just so many other entities that existed that people worshipped or that they believed were there with them and brought upon them these omens of good fortune and everything. I feel like the Force Ghosts are very similar in that way, and that's why George Lucas developed them to begin with is because not only are they there to sense and to push you in a direction that's going to help you but also they can bring upon a burden they can also bring upon this this overarching um this overarching mindset that we're not here to be worshipped we are here to be respected as as people of the past and people who can determine the future and i think that force goes in this sense and this is how i feel episode nine is going to follow up is that with obi-wan with yoda luke and with Anakin Skywalker. These are all people, and Qui-Gon Jinn, you have to add to that equation as well, because his manipulation within the Force and being the first one to truly find a way to become a Force ghost. And that is what is so fascinating to me, and that is what I feel J.J. Abrams is going to do with Episode Nine. is it's truly going to be a callback to the origins of George Lucas and the concepts that he brought upon us. Luke is not only going to be a mentor to Ray, 
but he's going to be somebody that she kind of looks upon and says, bring me good spirit, bring me good omens to the future, Luke. Yeah. You know, you're, you're this person who not, not, is not worshiped. And these Jedi who have, who have fallen or have brought, have gone one with the force. they are people that we celebrate in ceremony because they are the ones that we call upon when we are in times of need or in times of uncertainty. And I feel like that is what their role is and where I feel JJ might go with it, Cade. You know, I think since, since the beginning of force ghosts, you know, basically being a thing, they were always looked at as of these are okay. Like Luke's a Jedi, but like there are Jedi that they disappear when they die. This is this crazy level of mastery that we didn't understand, you know, when, when it was happening, you know, we, we didn't really see a force ghost until episode five, obviously, you know, we heard Obi-Wan, but that was kind of, I don't think they fleshed out the whole idea yet that he was going to be a physical entity. That's right. And it, it takes this crazy amount of power. You know, we, we've looked at these books like uh, from a certain point of view, what actually happens when you become a force ghost. And I won't ruin it for anybody who hasn't, hasn't read it yet, but I highly advise reading that book. The Open read is it. my favorite. It's so interesting because you basically learn that once you're a force ghost, time is kind of irrelevant. Correct. You know, one of the, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll say one little, one little spoiler for the next like 20 seconds here, guys. If, if you don't <laughs> want to hear it, just tune out for a second but obi-wan as he's turning into a force ghost sees all all of time he sees the future he says i see luke as an old man on an island you know he looks defeated but then there's hope again and you know there's there's just this it, it rhymes you know a lot of people again we know that we're like oh why was luke so disgruntled at the beginning because it all rhymes you know he became obi-wan that that's all it was luke was obi-wan now you know he was that mentor character that Sure, we relate with the most people anyway, in our age group, of course. Mm -hmm. With that younger character, it's like, let's go fight. Let's go fight this battle. And the older we get, we realize that, hey, maybe running off and fighting isn't always the right thing. Maybe you need to take a step back. Mm -hmm. And literally, the teaching of the Jedi is knowledge and defense, never for attack. Luke didn't go anywhere off Ock 2. Why? He showed up to the battle. But he was chilling back at the island. But there's this, this, this there's more. There's more to it almost. I, I in my in my thoughts right now anyway. You know, could we and I'm not saying I think this is true, but could there be a thing where all these people needed to become force ghosts, whatever it is, to have enough power to maybe bring one of them back? Mm -hmm. Even if it's for a short time. Maybe it takes all this power to to bring like an entity back into a, a more more physical than even yoda was in last jedi even if it's for a short time wouldn't that be crazy you know Anakin skywalker's back for a minute to mm. confront his nephew or to confront his grandson rather seeing something like that you know what i mean like mm. he's been saying the whole time you know show me the dark side grandfather you know all this you know show me again to see a character come back you know could could they could it be luke you know mm -hmm. i don't i don't think luke would be and a, another part of it is <clears throat> when luke says that he can't save ben but he basically yeah i, I know he words it different but luke says mm -hmm. i can't save ben but he's not irredeemable i'm just not the one that can bring him back correct obi-wan Obi couldn't have brought uh anakin back there's no way it would have happened he was the one he all the anger he had towards him is what prevented that. Does Luke think Ben can be redeemed? Absolutely. Yes. I know he does, but I think he knows either 
Ray has to be the one to do it or Leia has to be the one to do it. Because obviously, you know, the whole Han thing didn't work out. But there, there's more, I think there's a little more to it. A little more behind the scenes. And I'm really curious to see. And I know JJ will do a great job. I think they've all done a great job so far. But I'm really, really interested to see what JJ, you know, the he's been kind of a trickster of a director through his career, you know. And I'm always still going to say, like, It'd be really cool if Snoke was really Plagueis, but you know, because I'll, <laughs> I'll hold on to I'll hold on to the end until they're literally like, no, but for real, it wasn't Plagueis. Yeah, I know. You almost need Pablo Hidalgo like at the end of Episode Nine to just suddenly walk out in the middle of like just stop, just stop it, like stop the crawl and have him walk out and be like, he was never Plagueis or he yeah, was Plagueis, exactly. and then walk off. Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> I could see pleasant. that's that's a JJ. I know people can be like, "Come on," or people will be like, "That's that'd be really cool." But like, wouldn't it actually be the perfect twist now that, oh hey, it was a twist that he died and he was nobody, but oh no, actually it was Plagueis and he'll be back type of thing. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then JJ has has had a past of you know as a director of of making moves and not saying things and making you think one way and then totally changing that up i mean that's something he learned from steven spielberg alone is is making you think one thing and then pushing it in this direction of no this is truly what reality is going to give you right now and this is what is actually happening and i'm not done yet i'm going to give you more of that at some point down the road and jj is the master we saw this with force awakens of making you think one thing might happen and something else happens and i again he did it with captain phasma we thought at the end of force awakens ah, phasma's gone no again executive producer jj abrams on last jedi told ryan hey you know what let's bring phasma back let's have her show up suddenly don't think that's going to happen here with episode nine but it's interesting because i feel like JJ has that power to manipulate the story here because he kicked it off. He's the one who really gave us the bread and butter of this Star Wars sequel trilogy. It's now time for him to take that bread and butter, throw it in the pan, throw some cheese on it, make a nice grilled cheese in Star Wars in the Star Wars universe and serve it to the people. And I think that that is something that we'll see happen here and whether that involves Force Ghost, whether that involves Darth Plagueis, which I would love to see like like you're saying, I think that lore connection is something that Star Wars fans absolutely love. Um, and I feel like he's the guy to do it come next December. And I think that it, it's it, it, it makes the most sense. It really does. Ladies and gentlemen, there are, there are three things for you to take away from this conversation, and that's Force Ghosts are going to play a very important role in Episode Nine. Yes. <clears throat> Rebel Cause in Brick City. Love a good grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Third of all, you know we're going to keep this conversation alive for the next, you know, 14 months, right? You know, Yeah, at least. At least. Nine. So uh, hope you're not going to get sick of it because guess what? We're going to be talking about it, and it's just going to keep going. We're probably going to have this, you know, very similar conversation about Force Ghosts after we get the first trailer. Yeah, it's going to happen again. The second trailer, after we get the third one, you know, after those uh, inevitable leaks mm-hmm. actually come out because – as every i think everybody knows but i'm totally a guy that's like oh a a spoiler leaked i'm not gonna look as i'm googling it on my phone (laughs) it's um, true he does it i because a little side note i literally remember before solo came out i saw that and a spoiler i guess if you haven't seen solo yet but whatever that's no then uh they they have to have seen it at this point Um, it is uh when maul 
popped up. I knew about that before going into the theater. I actually saw a picture of it. And I text Robin and I'm like, I know things about Solo. And before that, he was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. And then as soon as I text that, I'm pretty sure you just text it back. Show me. Show me right now. Show like, right now. I need this. I say it, you know, episode nine will probably be. And and this is this is just little tips for anybody who really does not actually want to know stuff about the movie. Once the premiere happens, you'll know everything. Yes, we'll correct. actually know what's going to happen because instantly people go on certain websites. I guess I don't know. I can can I say Reddit? I can say Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. No, there it's it's a valid site for all those kind of leaks. Every as soon as it's over, people are posting to Reddit. Some some people are in the theater, I'm pretty sure, posting to Reddit from the Absolutely. So if you really don't want to know, you can pay attention to pretty much everything leading up to the movie. As soon as that uh, premiere happens, go that's when you go dark, you know. You have Unlike to like me who's just like, I'm not gonna look and I'm on Reddit. Okay. <laughs> there <it is>. yeah. <laughs> I remember with The Last Jedi, I literally sat there on the Reddit page mm-hmm. and it says full plot. It was like the full plot explanation. Yep. And I'm sitting there like, do I click it? No, I'm not gonna click. And I was like, I'm not gonna click it. And I set the phone down. And then I instantly picked it back up. I'm like, I have to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's oh yeah. Reddit, Reddit's an interesting place, man. I find myself on the Star Wars leaks thing all the time. It's funny. I'm I'm much like yourself. You go on there looking for one thing. Like I've been looking it up more recently to see what's been going on with the Mandalore. Are we getting more behind the scenes photos? Even with episode nine, are we getting more location stuff? And it was funny right around the last Jedi time or yeah, it was right around last Jedi. um, I was going on there and I was looking for like behind the scenes stuff. And I would run into full spoilers about like, oh, this is where Ren is heading in The Last Jedi. This is some of the interactions you might see. Everything ended up being true. Yeah. And I think that it's kind of funny that you go on there and, and, and sometimes it's hard to resist it. Sometimes it really is. You just it's a juicy headline and you're like, ugh, ugh, just just hold yourself off for another week. And it's like, nope, within the next hour, just scro- scrolling through it. I think it's natural. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And it's one of those things that I feel like when you've been in the Star Wars as long as we have and there's more Star Wars out there, you're just kind of like, ah, I have to see it. <laughs> I have to see it right now. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us for another great conversation here. We'll wrap it up before we talk your ears off about leaks. And our, yeah, we'll fall down a rabbit hole. I don't think we could ever actually do an, an episode about leaks that because it'll just go on forever because... You know that's that's kind of part of the whole conversation. Pretty much every episode, you gotta you gotta kind of you gotta talk about this the leaks. You know what I mean? You gotta. That's get right. There, but I guess it, I guess it's time, Robin. What? No, uh, no. You know, it's funny. Like every time I do a podcast episode, I always have people asking me. It's like, listen, what, what is that thing that you that you do when you start to wrap up a show and you have and you're talking about stuff on the network and and you just don't know what to do? And I'm like. <laughs> Have you listened to the network? It's called Plug Time, folks. Oh, it's Plug Time. Oh, that's right. You can find Rebel Cause at Rebel Cause Lancaster on Facebook and Instagram under that same name. Follow along to see all this great stuff we're doing in the community. A lot of really cool stuff coming up, guys. You can find our podcast, Rebel Chatter, which is the official podcast of Rebel Cause on iTunes and on our website, rebelchatter.com. And of course, you can find all the other podcasts I do. Yes, I said all the others. There are multiple 
on the BrickCityBlockade.com. I heard you. The Brick City. I heard you. The BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. Of course, where the conversation is always about that unity and community. Of course, which is what brings us together. Right, right. Yeah, it's something like that. It's something to bring the friendom together. You guys can follow me over on Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets. Please make sure to head on over to Instagram. Follow all my tomfoolery in this Star Wars universe and talking with all the great comic book collectors at Portland Comic Expo and across the Northeast over there at the official vote. Also, please make sure to head on over to www.brickcityblockade.com for everything happening in the Galaxy Fire Fireway live podcast events. That's where you can also find our T Public page. Make sure to pick up a T-shirt like this one that I'm probably wearing, and you'll never see that video, so enjoy it. And uh, it's a lot of fun. That's right, Caden's rocking it. Uh, his style, of course, and it's always great when you head out and you support Rebel Cause over on Amazon picking up their shirts and also over um, the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network picking up one of the podcast networks t-shirts that help support everything that we're doing starlight children's foundation listen breaking over a thousand dollars i keep on saying it donate we're breaking our goal is at five thousand dollars uh once we hit christmas time helping out kids bringing smiles to faces in hospitals around the country and over on patreon too. help support the podcast network throw us two bucks you know it really helps us in the long run getting guests on helping us get to conventions and bringing the star wars conversation to you the fans from the fans at the podcast. And I will say to everybody, uh, shout shout out again, like we always say, to all of the fans of what we do. Yes. And guys, even, you know, I've had people come up and say like, oh, I only have like, I have a dollar. Well, that A dollar for number one, for both of us, will go a long way. You know, whether it's Water Street Mission, whether it's Starlight Children's Foundation, it goes so far. You it know, does. It really does. And just, we tell everybody all the time, if you can't personally help, just being there at our events is a huge, huge, huge help. Huge. people about it. You know, if, if you're listening to this randomly and you're not actually that big of a Star Wars fan, tell that diehard Star Wars fan in your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Pass it along because it's, it'll do nothing but cause more good stuff to happen. And we both, I'm, I'm going to speak for Robin for a minute, but. Please do. are so thankful for everything everybody has done and allowing us to uh, just do what we love. These are, you know, we're living our dreams, man. We're having a great time doing it. And we're talking about Star Wars. Like, come on, man. It's always the best. And, you know, the fans make it possible. And without the fans, you don't have the conversations. And without the conversations, well, Caden and I would be doing our day jobs all the time. And boy, oh boy, that is not a good idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I suppose until next time, may the force be with you. Always. Something like that. Side note, Robin will be in Lancaster on November 17th and 18th, so we're going to be doing a lot of funny stuff on social media, so just pay attention for that. <laughs> I know. I, I don't... Right at the end of her conversation.